Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. My name is Nancy Hopkins. It's June 9th, 2020. Uh, with me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, I, when I last left them, they were uh, they were together. So I'm assuming they're still here. Are, are, you, are you guys still here? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting to hear the end of the story. <laughs> Hers so or mine? I- oh, okay. Hers. <laughs> you you know how we get to talking. Yes. So I, I'm I never was, sure when I come back what I'm walking into. That's what it <laughs> <laughs> It's all Walt. I know, yes. Mm-hmm. He's the troublemaker, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was telling him I was talking to the posse earlier because I checked with them on something for him just now. And because somebody, I think it was John Smith said to me, ask your posse, Dolly. And I can't find where he said it, so I'll say it here for him. Um, Hopefully he'll get the answer. Uh, I asked them, and what I was getting, after their little snippy comment to me, uh, they said, now I can't remember. Come on, Dolly. Posse, come back, please, and tell me that I didn't, okay, I didn't feel any, anything like life versus death. I felt nothing in that respect. I didn't feel anything from the policeman who had his knee on his neck. The policeman had the policeman's knee on George's neck. I didn't feel anything. And then what I got was, if this didn't work, because I asked if it was um, a pretend thing that waves, and they said, well, if that didn't work, that something else would have been used in its place in order, this was all in order to get things riled up again because a deep state is in such a state of mind, (laughs) mind, um, that they're going to do anything and everything and they're going to stop at nothing to try to protect themselves. And, so I said, well, well, did anybody get hurt in this? And I still didn't get any feeling of life or death or nothing. And it, it, they, well, see, they started it out by saying, well, that's none of your business. You're here to do other things. Uh, so 
that's when they went ahead and told me if this incident didn't work, then they would have used something else. But uh, they're getting so desperate and their attempts are failing so fast, like right away, because now we've already moved on to uh, what black Black Lives Matter. So I guess what the Black Lives Matter is saying, nobody else matters, just the Black Lives. <laughs> but anyway, I, I diverse here. So I did not really get a straight yes or no answer. All I got were was a feeling of nothing toward this event. So I said, well, please, did anybody really get hurt and they just keep telling me that's not why you're here so I can't really answer the question I'd like to know myself you got the I think you had the answer already it's just not being given in the way we would like to see it but to me the answer of everything you, you said regarding this is don't take a look at the don't don't get focused on this theater play because that's what it is, one way or the other. It's a complete theater play. It's not real. There's no substance, and to give it any energy, any attention, it's just going to be playing into the hands of the cabal. So drop it. See, I disagree with that, Walt, because just I feel I, I feel that the George Floyd. Okay, the way that you. you you're you're wanting to look or that you're looking at it is that he didn't really die or somebody else died in his place or uh it was all fictitious and it's a ff and i i want to look at it that i'm going to give it a different story and my story is that a spirit came to this earth lived a good life and then laid down his life in order to make an impact on people not in a bad way because, yes, we can look at all of this turmoil as being something that is, like, scary and doing damage to whatever reality we think it is. It's changing reality. But I don't see it being negative. I see the people that are in the streets that are peacefully protesting. The ones that are... These are the same people that went out to, you know, uh, uh, what was Occupy movement. There's something wrong, let's get it fixed. Okay? They're waking up. They want to do something. Not all of them. Of course, I'm talking about a percentage that I think is significant. But in my world, George Floyd is a hero as a spirit who said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die in front of the world in a tortured way in order to make people really question what humanity is. So that's my that's my take on it. Okay, so uh, what should we talk about? Jesus, bonk! Talk about dead space, dog. What is the matter? He won't walk by the cat, so he has to walk one underneath my desk and out the other side because he's afraid of the cat. Wow. The new one? The, the, the new the one. Sh- oh. Yeah. Oh. The, this oh, is, li- the, is the new cat the mother of the kids or a different cat? No, this is a different cat. She's about, well, let me turn around and look at her. 
you know, her whole body is like, she's really, really tiny. I mean, she's she's so small, I keep kicking her because I can't see her. She's black, completely black with just this one white little circle in the middle of her chest. And so that her name is Shunga. But, I mean, oh, the fish tank. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I forgot to turn off the fish tank. Good, thank you, Mona. I'll be back. <laughs> Oh, she leaves you right in the middle of her story. <laughs> I thought Dog was getting along. Shiloh was getting along with Shunga, I thought. Oh, God. And Thank you. Okay, what are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just saying I thought Shunga... I mean, I mean Shiloh got along with Shunga. Well, they get along, but the cat's wanting to play with the dog. So is the dog walk? It's a it's a game, you know. Yeah, why don't you walk yeah. by me? And as you do, I'm going to jump out and scare you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first time she did it, she came out from underneath the, the couch, and I've just given him a, a a chewy thing, you know. And he, he got so scared, he went wow, the chewy thing. Just took off. I didn't, couldn't find it until the flood, and I'm going, "What is that?" It was a chewy thing. It had floated out from underneath wherever it was. Oh! <laughs> but he, she actually spit it out. <laughs> she scared him so much. Uh, no. So anyway, but that's well, I was going to say to uh, to uh, Dolly posted really? on. Sorry. Oh, I'm talking to her now, and I didn't get you muted in time. I mean, oh, I didn't get me muted in time. It's not real? Okay, thank you. I got, I keep getting these doggone false, what, what are they now? Spam or phishing things. And uh, so I have Annette check it because she's taken classes on it. Okay, so I'm sorry, Russell. No, I was going to comment that um, the you posted on uh, on one of because you, you're making posts commenting on Q posts, and in uh -huh. one of the Q posts, they are talking about the huge lightning storm over Washington D.C. Oh yeah, and how unusual it looked, and it was interesting that it appears to be the first item that uh, Fulford is commenting in uh, the report. Oh Yesterday's wow! Report. He's actually saying that it's not a. He he says he doesn't know if it's you know supposed to be natural or caused by some other force, but it actually coincides with an offensive that the cabal was going to do that got uh, totally um, dismantled. So <laughs> I don't know if you want me to read that part. Sure, it's okay with me. Okay. What does the producer say? I don't know. She left. Oh, she left the room again. No, I, I can't. Know. I couldn't find the mute button. I, I'm. I'm. A, <laughs> yes. Yes. Read. Read that section there, so we can. It came up in conversation. I think Nancy's mute button is behind a closed door in the basement because she can never find it. <laughs> it locked in the safe in the corner. <laughs> I don't I'm have. I don't have a basement. You don't have basements in Florida. Florida. <laughs> well, the basement would be a pool, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. Okay. 
Uh, title of the report reads, Huge Victory for Humanity as Hazarian Mafia's Long-Planned 666 Revolution Fizzles. The forces of light scored a huge victory against the Hazarian Satanist as their long-planned 2020-0606.06 offensive was stopped dead in its track. So, what day of the week is 06? That was Saturday. This past, this past Saturday. Yeah, okay. Um, instead of massive bloodshed involving armed demonstrators, million-man occupation of the White House and the U.S. military, there was a small peaceful march against racism. This was because the armed saboteurs and their financial backers were all rounded up before their planned climax of mayhem, Pentagon sources say. Even those of us who are not religious took note that very unusual lightning struck the Washington Memorial immediately before the 6-6 offensive fizzled out. It re this reminded a lot of people of how lightning struck the Vatican in 2013, immediately after Pope Maledict resigned. The plan that was stopped, with or without divine intervention, aimed to use massive bloodshed to replace the Republic of the United States with a draconian totalitarian government, as Rothschild frontman George Soros told Build a Magazine in September 2014, in quotes, I'm going to bring down the U.S. by funding black hate groups. We'll put them into a mental trap and make them blame white people. The black community is the easiest to manipulate. Close quotes. Note, Attempts to label this quote as fake appear at the top of Internet searches such as lead stories, but NSA sources say it's real. The plan nearly worked as the death of African-American George Floyd triggered huge coordinated acts of looting and vandalism all over the United States. Take a look at this video here, for example, to see the damage in New York City. What the, He gives a, a video of somebody driving in a car <clears throat> and he's filming outside, and he's driving alongside Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, and all you see is bo wood boards. All the storefronts, everything is, is boarded up. There's no open doors anywhere, showing the extent of, you know, what what how much was was damaged due to the looting and rioting. U.S. military intelligence says the rioting was stopped only after over a hundred armed looters were shot. No, over a thousand armed looters were shot. In addition, U.S. and Russian special forces teams went around hunting down and killing the, fin the financiers and Hazarian agents stoking the flames. Also, on June 5th, that would have been Friday, U.S. military White House found and disarmed three nuclear devices seized countless pipe bombs, and arrested two snipers, according to NSA sources. Um, this part, the, I doubt this part, and it, it doesn't coincide at all. This is where where he's, he's questioning, you know, Donald Trump on the work that he's doing, because he thinks, like, he, for example, he says, for those who still think that U.S. President Donald Trump is responsible for the rescue of the Republic of the United States of America, Please remember that as a businessman, he was bailed out by the Rothschilds each time he went bankrupt. This is a matter of public record. Also, his son-in-law is the satanic 666 Fifth Avenue, Jared Kushner, who's been trying to mark of the beast microchip everybody. Please check the facts for yourself. Well, it, 
this is just, it's very linear for him to say this because the man is playing an important role. So he's doing, he's playing his role. He can't, you know, he can't play the role of a, of a, of an angel. He's getting mixed with all these people in order to be on, on the inside. So I disagree wait, with him. Wait a minute. Who's getting mixed up with it? Do no. What he's saying Jared is that, or well, this this guy Jared is um, in one report. He said that he's an agent of the uh, Israelis, uh, and another one he says this this guy is very bad business because he's the one who's been trying to push this technology to microchip everybody. So well, but that's that's that character. That's the son-in-law. So what's going to happen to him? Well. Who knows what will happen to him, but what matters is what this man is doing to uh, bring back the Republic. So, um, Well, he's got the eyes of a deep state. I can agree with Fulford that Jared Kushner is a deep state. But I don't know about now, that. I, this other part, I also... You, since you follow Q and you guys, is that a different subject? What? What you're about to say? Because I want I want to comment on what you just said. Oh well, this he's talking about Trump's attempt to use the military to shoot down civilians. Uh, that makes no sense to me because where I haven't seen any reports of him asking military to shoot down civilians, so I don't know where he's getting this in the report. So that's why. That's what I was. Oh, Go okay. ahead and comment on what you were saying before. Okay, because um, the you, did you see the video of the lightning strike, Walt? I I saw it when uh, um, Dolly posted it. On, okay. Uh, that it was from Q. I if you follow the link, it takes you to a Twitter post, and that's where the video appears. Right. Well, that video. Um, when I went back and followed that same trail. It wouldn't play. Oh. Now it could have been some glitchy thing. I mean, I rebooted the uh, the you know window and everything. But what I found interesting was that um, somebody, I think it was, I don't know who it was, maybe Fernando, said that uh, another website had it embedded in their particular show. It was, um, oh gosh, it's, it's the one that uh, the what's his name. Can't even think of the name. It, it's a, a Christian site. The guy is real Christian. He does Bible studies in between. I mean, Bible, the, oh, that Gene Decode. Gene, guy? Gene Decode, and the guy. I don't know what his name is. The one that's on there. You know. You so you know which YouTube station I'm talking about. Yes. Do you remember yeah, the name? Uh, yes. Yeah, called Blessed to Teach. Blessed to Bless. Teach. I keep seeing the BT thing, and I'm going. What did they? What is that standing for? Blessed to teach. Okay, so he's doing a segment, and he shows the the video, right? And this is a guy that supposedly follows Q. And he says, "Oh yeah, look at that! It hit the it hit the uh, the Washington Monument." Washington well, but but that's a that obviously is a high high probability strike. I'm sure it's got a lightning rod on it. Okay, so the fact that it gets hit doesn't seem to be, you know, awe-inspiring. The fact that somebody was filming it is awe-inspiring. All right, and caught it on film. But, and, and, and the guy, whatever his name is, blessed to teach, 
um, but we'll just call him BT. BT could not, couldn't keep, couldn't, all he was looking at was that part of it, the video. And somebody in his chat said, don't you see the Q? And he's like, uh, Q, let me see. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. And he completely, completely dismissed the fact that, I, I mean, I was stunned by that. Because down here, we're the lightning capital of the world, South Florida. That's just a fact. We get hit with 5,000 a day. All right? Now, they don't see, they're all out in the Everglades and sometimes in here. And they do do damage. They do hit stuff, but not much. And, um, but I also was on a beach for 25 years working as a maintenance engineer watching a lot of lightning storms. I mean, I've, I've watched more lightning than probably m- most people just because of my environment. I have never seen a, a, a thing like this thing that made the queue. I mean, I've just never seen it. There you go. You got that. You can send chat. That image right there. Well, Walt. that doesn't even look to me. It doesn't even look like lightning because it's like a straight beam exactly. with a huge aura around it. Exactly. That, that's like a directed energy weapon. Exactly. Not lightning. Exactly. In the shape of basically a cue. Now, if you play the tape, you'll find out that it looks like that symbol shows up twice in the film. Okay, because there's a burst of it, and then there's a uh, the the another the, one. An, uh, yes, it follows. There's this burst. Then there's an electric bolt that hits the top of the monument, and then there's another one, and then a whole series of them. You know, and I just was was really kind of taken aback by the fact that this man who was so immersed in Q and everything else could not see the significance of that. The only thing he could focus on was that the monument had been hit. Uh, to me, this and the fact that it wasn't playing was really irritating to me. <laughs> so, uh, if somebody finds a live... Well, I know where... I can go back to... What you, what's his face? But, um, yeah, well, that... I did post another one that worked the first time you opened it. Okay. Okay. I don't know where it is. So it's somewhere in Facebook. <laughs> now, the, well, other the one th- thing that's interesting is that when you go to the Q drops, that supposedly this whole attack happened on the 6th. And on that very same day, they posted one saying, redrop, we will have our country back. And then below it says, uh, good day, patriots, we will have our country back, Q. So that kind of coincides with what he's saying is that they expected some major offensive on that day and it didn't come to pass or did it and we don't know well the cabal tried some offensive and obviously they failed yeah I absolutely agree with that section you I'm assuming you got a yes from 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 the uh, pendulum on uh, what the, on the attack thing yeah yeah um I absolutely agree with that because I expected that it would get a lot worse and it didn't. As a matter of fact, on Saturday, Philadelphia had a huge, it was, there was, I'm going to say that there could have been a million people there in in, in that area, but there was at least a hundred thousand people 
and there was no negative activity happening. We were on on uh, say what when I started talking about it because somebody had posted the the video just before that, but it was like astounding to me to see that many people. And I put it, I posted it in Facebook. I said, "Too many people for bad actors," because one of the things that um, uh, who was it? Maybe Jan Jan said this that Ativa was actually posting that they were going to have some kind of a get-together and blah, 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 you know, and they were going to do this and they were going to do that. And some white supremacists say, we'll see you there. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and all of a sudden it's like, uh, never mind, we're not going to do that. You know? And Aquarius is asking, where exactly did the Q flash hit in D.C.? Um, I'm not sure, Aquarius, but to the best, because I went to the video again to check the, to check a map and a layout of D.C., but I'm assuming that we're looking at north, from, from the south to the north towards the monument, and in that case, I think it would have been more over the White House, but I, I never got to, to, to really take a look at that, but, um, because the, they if did. You, they did have lightning strikes over the city. Whoops. <laughs> All right, I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, no, no. Did you do that? No. No, I was trying, no, it's me. I was trying to find the video while you guys were talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done that myself. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I did see lightning strikes when this... When it when the lightning was hitting the Washington Memorial Monument, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. I saw more strikes over the city, else places, other places. Right, right. But I I don't know what places they were. I I couldn't figure it out. Well, I've been there, and you know, to me that that just I think that it's over to the right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I wonder what else. Oh, I think. Well, this the lightning. Was, oh, was oh, I, th- I think this was a. Gr- I think this was a ground-based plasma blast. Oh. Because for two reasons. Well, be first because I just got a drop, um, and I'm a download type thing, you know. Boom, and I'm seeing it. And um, the and the second reason would be that we saw two flashes from exactly the same point. If you were airborne, I don't. I don't think you'd be able to do that. If you were on the ground, you could. It, anyway, it's a fascinating. It's a fascinating uh, thing that Fulford is mentioning this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was surprised too. because. But go ahead. But then he he went off on these tangents and. I was trying to recover from his tangents, wondering where the heck did he get that from? Well, it, it, if he, if he's, you know, I mean... There, what, for, if anyone wants to see it, there's the link on the radio chat. I found the video. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, the, okay, the, the reason the reason that, that this plasma blast could even happen, or, you know, it's, it's similar to the one that happened in Mecca. 
when this, the crane supposedly got hit by electricity. Oh, yeah, remember that? Oh, yeah. Right? And instead, we were able to determine that it had been a plasma blast when they tried to get too close to the Gabriel Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant's twin, the Gabriel device, um, that they discovered in an underground tunnel system under Mecca. That was, I think, 16. But um, it caused a riot. 800 people died. But but it was a blast from that underground that went up and hit. Well, it looked it looked like you know it could have been a lightning strike, but it wasn't. It hit it from underground. And I think that if you if if we do a comparison, I'm going to look at this more and and look at you know not especially now that you gave me another video that's working, um, because I want to compare. The two blasts, the two Q things, are they absolutely identical? If they're absolutely identical, I'd have to assume maybe we're getting scammed with a Photoshop. Well, uh, here's good. here's the thing: is that um, where have who's who has ever documented in photography? Let's look at the world of photography. Who has ever documented straight lightning? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not true. You, you do, you can get very long bursts like that. Just the but bolt so, in the, in the so middle. Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Well, Texas is saying maybe the things on the side are superheated water vapor that's, from the energy. That, yeah, that's why it's 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 the yes. That's why I'm saying my suspicion is it could be plasma burst. Because an electric bolt would not do that, you know, what we're seeing there. But if you had a plasma burst, okay, is it, a plasma could be a very hot, hot, hot thing that is, you know, heating up the air, causing a, a, um, a condensation of That makes the air water. explode. Forget about heating the air. It just right. literally explodes. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, it, it, all it did, I think, was heat it up enough to make the image because that's what I think they wanted to show. You know? Was the cue, right? Was the cue. <laughs> yeah, the critical point is if we could find out exactly where that came from because I'm, I'm suspicious that it could have been like a government facility, not one that we know of. I mean, it might be, it might be a military base. Trying to think of who else could be in that area. I'm going to look at this again because I used to live up in that area. I went Any- to visit it when I was in high school, so I really couldn't say anything. Uh, um, okay, so we're on the Fulford thing. So now you now I'll let you go to whatever you were talking about. I just do find. Okay, this- well, here's the thing that. Uh- um, I think you, since you guys, you know, follow briefings and read articles, I don't have television service and I don't care to look at the fake news that uh, YouTube fills out because according to YouTube, I should be standing um, on top of a 60 foot high pile of corpses. That's how bad <laughs> the virus is. So, uh, but he, he's, he's saying this in this paragraph, he's saying, in any case, Trump's attempt to use the military to shoot down civilians caused a long overdue Pentagon revolt against his rule. In quotes, the 11 retired four stars who criticized Trump for using the military to suppress protests 
protest, period. We're retaking the Trump presidency, Pentagon sources say, led by Generals James Mattis and John Kelly with former Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman Mike Mullen and Mary Dempsey. These onward Christian soldiers are declaring jihad against the Zionists and raising their profile at a critical time prior to the global currency reset. The sources add, where, when, I, uh, maybe I was looking at another movie, when has Trump attempted to use the military to shut down civilians? Was that Never. even discussed? That, that's why this, this comment makes no sense to me. And Well, yeah. okay, actually, there, the, okay, the worst thing that he's been accused of recently is when they supposedly used tear gas and, and pepper and, and bullets on, uh, rubber bullets on the people in Lafayette Park right across from the White House to get them out of the way so that he could do this walk to St. James Church that had been attempted to be burned down the night before. Okay, now that turned out to be totally lies. Everybody there, the Park Service, said we didn't use anything. It was a curfew. They were supposed to get back anyway. We were just clearing them out, and we had, you know, I don't think they were, they weren't clearing them out so the president could walk. The president Mm -hmm. says, let me know when they're cleared out, and I'm going to go see the church. Now, that's something else that that has been on my mind ever since I saw it, because I saw it live. Um, I think that what was so odd about it, okay, is that he walks over to the church, and then suddenly he's got a Bible in his hands. I don't know who handed it to him. And somebody, I was trying to figure that out, too. And somebody yelled at him, where did you get the Bible? He said, the White House. And then he walked over, and all he did was show the Bible. And he's holding it, and he turns to the left, and he goes around, he turns to the right, he shows them, you know. And to me, that was the symbol that he was giving. What hand was he holding it in? Both of them. But when he held it up, it was in his right hand. Exactly. Well, he's right-handed. Isn't it, when isn't Clinton it? walked to the church and stood where the not-Trump was, um, Clinton had the Bible in his left hand. Well, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, did somebody point that... I both pictures. I posted both pictures in the Facebook so you could compare... Oh, wow. Okay, good. And there was a message on the Clinton one. I can't remember what it was. Something about weakness on the bulletin board behind him. Ah, shoot. I really can't remember. Okay, so let me get this straight. Clinton... Clinton had a similar thing. Wasn't, wasn't it a, uh, a part of a text that says something conceived in weak, weakness or something like that, remember? Yeah, something like that. Well, but yeah, Clinton, it was right behind Clinton. Something. Right. It, that's what it reminded me. Conceived in, wit, in weakness. What is this about? But it's just a fragment, not the entire text. So Clint, Clinton went and did stood in front of the church, in front of the sign, and held up a Bible? Yes. When did he do that and for what reason? I didn't 
I didn't go into it to, I didn't research it. Well, because if he did this and then Trump goes back and does the same thing, he's saying to Clinton, There's up yours, there. up yours. Yeah. There's so many messages in those two pictures, you can't figure them all out at the same time. Because yes. I, I was wondering, um, are they finding that this is, that the attacks, you know, the bad players, that because every everybody that was speaking from, from Trump himself to um, uh, Pompeo, Pump, the Attorney General, they both they both were they both were talking about foreign elements. They would mention it, you know. They didn't get into any details, but they would say, you know, like a, these these extremists, uh, these anarchists, and and other foreign actors. So you know, oh, there, there it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> But, so I was, I was, I was, I was wondering if he was making a statement to uh, Islamic forces. But now it looks more like if, if you're telling me that Clinton did the same thing, and we got the picture up now in chat, it'll yeah. probably be on yeah. the the. Oh my God, you're right. He's holding it. Okay, what you need to do is find it when he held when Trump held it up because it was his right hand. That's what you want to compare. I mean, he's got it in his both hands, but he also did the same thing with his right. Now, Clinton might be left-handed. Maybe somebody will say, well, he's only left-handed, you know. Well, or, <laughs> or this is a real, you know, statement of, because if you understand that the Clintons are very, very bad actors and, and leaders of a lot of bad actors, then the president is saying, you know, got a message for you. So they so Fulford is claiming a thousand people were arrested yeah. or assassinated or, sh- or executed. Let's put it that way. Yep. Well, he um, says shot, so I don't know if they're shot, wounded, or shot, killed. Um, a CSC is saying the fire in the church was confined to the nursery. Yep. This uh, these two pictures have so many freaking messages taken well, in front there, of that there's the church. Text, perfected in weakness. Who knows what that was about? The text says perfected in weakness. Yes. Yeah. Click on it so that it zooms out. You'll see. Click on it so it'll zoom out. Oh well, it zooms out in a tiny little picture. I always make it bigger so I can read it. Interesting. So, okay. um, (laughs) So much symbolism. That's why I I posted them both together because I saw that. Somebody said something to me about, uh, well, there's a picture of Clinton holding the Bible in his left hand, so somebody else went and found it. And I'm trying to put them together, but you know my technology. Oh, you put these well, together. It's interesting to see if this is a, a a corporate Bible or a real Bible because I don't know who sent it to me. I was uh, somebody was discussing that the Bible that you see in court when you go to court because you're in some court case and you have to swear on the Bible. If you look inside the word Lord, because you're you're swearing on the Bible, is all in caps. So by being all in caps, automatically the Lord has no business being in the Bible. It's actually it's actually a linguistic 
trick that when you're swearing on the Bible, you're not swearing on the Bible, you're swearing on the power of the corporation. They don't even swear on the Bible anymore. Oh, okay. When Dalton was going to court, I said, well, where's the Bible? Nobody's swearing on the Bible. And a guard said, well, we don't do that anymore. Mm. (laughs) I thought, oh, well, may as well not. There's so many lies flying around in a courtroom. Yep. That's very interesting. Yeah, the pictures. The pictures were fascinating to me. Well, also what what Walter said about the, you know, because, yes, capitalization indicates corporation. So the Lord is the corporation. Exactly. You're swearing on the corporation. I'm swearing on the whatever. What is it? Swear to the Lord? Isn't it God? Are you sure it's not God? (laughs) So help me God. Yeah. So help help me, Lord. Yeah. I don't know. See, see, we just we just get out here and talk and think of all the things that we. Well, I don't know that. You know, it's like there's so many stories out there. Your head spinning. But Uh, I think it's good. Oh, it's absolutely great. People think and question. Yeah, we don't have the answers, but we can ask a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) And we make up stories sometimes too, because we're here to entertain. Oh, yes, that's right. We are here to entertain. Entertainment only. <laughs> the next part will say something Go about the George Floyd. Go ahead. Okay, to finish what I was reading before about the military men coming together, um, General Kelly also uncharacteristically went public to say, there is a concern, I think an awful big concern, that the partisanship has gotten out of hand. The tribal thing has gotten out of hand. I think we should look at people that are running for office and put them through the filter. What is their character like? What are their ethics? Translation, neither Trump nor Joe Biden or Biden is fit to be the next president. CIA sources for their part are saying the trigger for the recent chaos really was the murder of George Floyd. George Floyd was a hit. His killer, Derek Chauvin, was controlled by dirty PD and organized crime involved in sex trafficking. Young girls slash teens were being sold. The club where Floyd and Chauvin worked was covered. Floyd tried to get out. He talked. Chauvin is already dead. That's why they burned the club and the cop shop. So I don't follow the news, so I don't know what he's talking about when he's saying all of this. They work together. So, they work together in security at a uh, particular place of you know whatever, and that's been burned down. Mm. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, and it was weird because the first the first indication that they knew each other came very early, and it was one of the Fox commentators, and she asked, you know. Where, did they know each other? I've heard they know each other. And finally they went and said, oh, yeah, look at this. They work together in this particular club. And that, but, you yep. know, so there is a lot of kind of like people looking at what is their real connection. Yeah. So according to these sources, his death was real and not a stage psyop, as many believe. In any case, paid... Antifa equals Al-Qaeda equals ISIS agents use the death as the trigger for their planned insurrection, CIA sources say. 
As part of this, they began releasing hardened criminals onto the street and paying them to cause mayhem. In, in quotes, every single one of the St. Louis looters and rioters arrested was released back onto the streets by local prosecutor Kim Gardner, the CIA sources note. NSA sources add, the electromagnetic wavelengths that are known to agitate people were pumped last week through TV stations, especially those with large African-American audiences. The military white hats were able to turn the situation around by June 6th, so that in the end, Black Lives Matter protests on four continents, North America, Europe, Asia, and Australia, may have led to real police reform, Pentagon sources say. Now the city, county, state, and national policy changes are banning Israeli knee-on-neck training of local and federal law enforcement, they say. Furthermore, the Pentagon has been banned from donating surplus military equipment to police departments. Also, Palestinian Lives Matter protests in Israel and the U.S. are setting the background for economic sanctions on war crime prosecutions against Israeli criminals like Crime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, the sources say. Israeli will be forced not just to cancel annexation of the West Bank, but to end the occupation and apartheid. <clears throat> the Pentagon sources promise. As his Zionist controllers implode, Trump seems to be increasingly losing touch with reality. This makes no sense to me either. Last week he tweeted, I built the greatest economy in the world, the best U.S. Ha has ever had. I am doing it again. Wow. 96% approval rating in the Republican Party. And I believe this was before the great job numbers yesterday. Thank you. I don't know what this is. Uh, I have no idea what it means because I don't. I don't follow Twitter. Okay. I, uh, all right. The the yeah. what ha what happened was that they had two point five million jobs made. The people went off of the the unemployment uh, roster. Two point mm -hmm. five million in one one month went back to work and came off of the of, of the unemployment. So, which shocked everybody because it didn't even seem feasible. They were expecting it to go to 30% unemployment. Instead, it dropped to 13%. And that's, and it, everybody, everybody was shocked. And the response was the stock market went nuts and now they're back up in the green again. And some of them are, is one of the, one of the, uh, stock market thingies, organizations, actually is back at it almost to its highest peak. So that that's what, if it's the president speaking, that's what he's referencing. I built the now, best economy, here, and I'm going to this, do it again. You know, with all this, with all this crazy fake news stuff, take a look at this. <clears throat> this article, it's it's uh, Fulford is saying somebody should tell Trump that resorting to fake economic news is not going to change reality. It turns out the great May jobs number were fake. So when you look at this article, and I don't know if this is a worthwhile source of these, or these are also being Democrat funded and you know pumping, you know fighting against Trump. Because they're saying here that the unemployment, there was an error in the unemployment rate. So I don't, 
unemployment rate should have been 16.3% as opposed to 13. I don't. I don't think that's an, a world a world shattering amount, but I don't know. Well, compared to the way they thought it would head way down, it was earth shattering to the <laughs> deep well, state. They were not anticipating to be. So this article is mostly, you know. Okay, now BS. let me. No, not necessarily. When the U.S. Uh, government's official, I'm reading from it. When the U.S. Uh, government's official jobs report for May came out on Friday, it included a note at the bottom saying there had been a major error, indicating that unemployment rate likely should be higher than the widely reported 13.13 percent rate. The special note said that if this miscalculation error had not occurred the overall unemployment rate would have been about 3% points higher than reported, meaning the unemployment rate would be about 16.3% for May. But that would still be an improvement from an unemployment rate of about 19.7% in April, applying the same standards. So obviously Fulford didn't read this because if he had read this, he wouldn't have made this stupid comment, correct? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, so you here know, he's following what somebody else is telling him and he's using this as the source. And, and, and in fact, the source is telling you, no, the numbers were good. They, they, were, they were wrong, but they were good numbers. There, there was an episode on one of the Fox things where somebody was bringing up a, a study, okay, to support what they were saying. And the other person said, yes, and that study says this, and then actually quoted out of it. And the other guy, completely opposite of what he was saying, said, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> you know, it, it's, getting, it's getting harder and harder to figure out who's right and who's wrong because they don't even know themselves. Oh, my God. But, you know, one of the things we haven't mentioned in any of our shows is, is the, the, the hydrochloroquine and the fact that it, it, it is what exactly what Trump said it was. Now, now, all of a sudden, all of these, like the Lancet report that said, oh, Lancet used to be a very high, if you got yourself, you know, published in the Lancet, you were, you know, you were the top of the line. And um, it was all BS. And Lancet had to say, gee whiz, it's all BS. <laughs> you know, against hydrochloroquine. So now there, there's more and more evidence saying that hydrochloroquine is exactly what the president says it was. Why is this guy walking around all over the place, even if he's in clones, never getting sick? Yeah. Well, I took some hydrochloroquine. And plus the fact I know you can't catch a virus, but don't tell anybody that and keep your mask on, for God's sakes. I mean, <laughs> you fools. <laughs> well, did you guys see the, um, the video link I sent you? That, yes. uh, about this, the, about a mouse in space. Okay. I, I wondered, to... was that photoshopped or was that real? I don't think that was uh, a mouse. Obviously, the person that was said that does not know mouse. That was so not. I, that's why I want. That's why I sent it to you guys to get your feeling on it because uh, it, it looks like something is moving there, but it doesn't look like a mouse to me. It just looks like a gray blotch moving around there. So, but I don't know. There's all sorts of debris that starts happening when you get, you know, like that. And you're up there. In, I mean, 
hey, they have um, sometimes you've seen videos where there looks like there's all these UFOs out there, and it turns out to be basically water on the on the window. Yeah, you know. So there's there's thing. No, I did not. Th- I know mice, unfortunately, and a, mo- <laughs> a mouse does not run, and it wasn't running like like a mouse. But it, let's say it ran and then turn around and go the other way. It, they've already been there. They know what that is. <laughs> they're, they're trying to find food. It would have kept going, you know. But then it turns. No, I no, I thought that was bogus. Yeah, that made no sense to me. You know, that's kind of. First I mean, off, if, if, if if they had to capture this, the first thing that and if it were a real mouse, the first thing they would have done is they would have edited the video or taken it off. Not just leave it there for everyone to watch it. <laughs> and the mouse would have fallen off during the takeoff. No, no, no. It what they, no, 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 no. What? That's exactly what they were using. They were using the mouse to to say that the the that SpaceX never took off. That it was done in the studio, like the moon landing thing that they claim. Well, then what made the sonic boom? Well, they could have had somebody i mean it could have been a rocket that went off but not not space i mean these are there are so many dumb alternative stories out there well, that make us all sound like at, we're nuts at, uh, to me to me the most obvious answer i mean you are witness to the fact something went up in space it wasn't a joke and it wasn't a hologram i mean you felt the boom you felt the vibration under your feet to me the only reason you want you would not want to show what's really going up in space is because there's something going on in space that would, you know, would uh, either freak out people or get everyone super interested to the point that they would forget the virus and they would forget about Floyd because, oh, my God, look at those fleet of ships. So we'll show these people some space footage, but we won't let them see real space because it's too dangerous. That's exactly what they did on the moon. I mean, the moon is full of debris, fallen ships, domes that are destroyed. And the astronauts actually see that, saw that, but they couldn't bring any footage of it because the government would never reveal it. So we'll make some fake footage, you know, to tell the the people on Earth, yeah, you know, yeah, they went up there and here it is, them looking, walking around the Earth, but we can't let them. In fact, one of you, I remember one of you was quoting, if you remember, um, the Armstrong was the one who did the walk, right? The first one to leave the lander. He went outside, you know, small space, uh, step yes. for man, giant yes. Okay. He was the one, I think he was quoted that uh, when they were walking around the lander, they were noticed close to the horizon, the the UFOs looking at them. And okay, they so said, I, hey, what is that? Yeah, so yeah. for one thing is you can't, Let's not film in that direction because there's UFOs over there. So whenever there's stuff in space that they need to keep from the public, they'll make a fake space recording. It looks like space, but it's not actually space. Just to, you know, publicity. Yes, so you're we're, saying that they did not? No, I'm saying the they did. It's just that they don't want people to see what's going on up in Norby. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh. They're hiding... You know, if, if it is if it is a fake video pretending, you know, that it's whatever is happening is happening out in space, to me, my number one motivation for you would say, why are you doing that? You're, we already saw the ship go up. What's going on? Yeah, 
We, you saw the ship go up, but we're not letting you see what we're seeing up there. <laughs> it's too sensitive. Not yet. You know, we've been talking about this for so, for so long now, about the secret space program, but they won't let us see it. And they don't have one or two ships flying around. You know, they have fleets of ships. Are they letting us see it? No. Well, I think maybe they are. There, there's a lot more uh, sightings of, of large numbers of strange UFO lights all over the world. But we're still, we're not. But they're still leaving us hanging. Okay, are these man-made? Are these alien-made? Are they? You know, we're just looking at the looking at the pretty lights, but we don't know what we're looking at. Yeah, but I think that they're getting people ready in their own minds to be able to handle this information. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, hey, all of a sudden you got a space force, you know, and you're advertising and you're saying to, to the people that you're trying to solicit, maybe your future is the stars. Um, you know, that, that there's a lot of, they fleur, unfleur, unfleur <laughs> the flag and. Oh, unfurl. Unfloor. What did I say? Yeah. Well, anyway, they unwrapped. <laughs> they unwrapped the flag, and it was a Star Trek emblem. Come on, how much in your face can you get? Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I mean, you and know, in fact, in fact, maybe that's why. That's one of the things. Think about it. When they say that they have to, they prepare decades in advance. I used to own the book of the making of Star Trek that was published in the late in the early 70s and it was full of photographs of Gene Roddenberry and the actors a lot of black and white photos and it was interesting in one of the photos uh, Gene Roddenberry uh, DeForest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy accompanied um, Roddenberry to an, an airspace museum I think it was one of the I don't know if there's one that belongs to NASA and they were being shown around by one of the engineers so I'm thinking how do we know or how do we not know that the military came to Broadway because he knew that Roddenberry was preparing to produce you know a special show and that's what he was in the business of producing shows uh, he did uh what do you call it, cowboy movies before getting into space, how do you know that he was not approached to produce this show? And they gave him the entire concept. This is what it's about. And this is what we can do. And this is what we are capable of doing. And this is what we plan on doing. And all he did was just make the fiction around it. There's well, been a I lot read of... something that yeah. he did. That's how he got it. Yeah, there's it. a lot of information out there concerning his involvement in a knowing way with it all yeah. propaganda changing people's. well look look at the uh, um, what do you call it the Stargate everyone underdog is claiming that the whole Stargate is just uh, is just a fiction around the, the truth that they do have a, a Stargate program and they are able to jump to other solar systems and they're they're hiding the truth in the fiction of the, of the series in fact, they did a they did an entire episode on the joke that the show is a cover for what's really happening. It, it was I saw that episode. It was so funny. It was called Wormhole Extreme. 
where this guy living on Earth was actually from another planet. He, he came up with this show about this team that would go across a wormhole and have all these adventures. <laughs> So, well, in the beginning, so, you know, in, in the beginning of it, Walt, it has some kind of a statement about thank thanking the U.S. Air Force or Navy or somebody for yeah. all technical. I mean, again, you know, it's kind of in your face. Well, Listen, did you ever did you ever see that um, uh, episode? They're always, if you look at the symbols, some way or other, they're always appearing in the show. And one of the episodes, they had the the secretary. I think he's a general, the secretary of the of the Air Force. I forget his name. A tall fellow. He he was president there, and O'Neill had a chance to. He had to exchange some words on the screen with him. He's the the real person. Uh, he's the the general. The what what is, what did the armed forces have? They have a chief of staff. They have a, they have a general chief of uh, the, chief of staff. Okay, so that's that's who he was. Or, or maybe this sounds better to you, chief of joint staff. It's okay, the Army was, Navy all All I know together. is that this man was the head of the Air Force, and when O'Neill walks into the general's office, the man is standing there talking to the general. So when he turned around, O'Neill was like, "Oh, so impressed," and he was awestruck. <laughs> yes, I, I really like I really like your Air Force, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's. Okay, I'm having button problems. Oh, jeez. Wow. Something's happened to my AMP player, Walter. <laughs> they keep telling me they want to update it. I, may, I think maybe they did because all of a sudden, all of the. The buttons weren't the same. Anyway, welcome back. It's the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's June 9th, 2020. Um, you guys are there, I'm assuming, I hope. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's like a continuation of last night. Crazy. What? You mean say no, what? No, it wasn't last night. Saturday, say what? Say what? <laughs> I can't what happened bl- and say what? Uh, craziness. <laughs> Nancy thought we couldn't hear. We're trying to let her know we could hear. So I finally typed it on on the phone text. And and Nancy's saying, can you hear me? Can you hear me? We're typing. We can hear you, Nancy, Nancy. I had the the speaker off, Walt. Oh, that would do it. It's the number one thing I look at, but because it was the same day that we had had the issue with the, you know, where I fix things. <laughs> so I was, I got to the point where I'm going like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? And I never thought of the speaker until, you know, like, I don't know, three or four minutes into when we should have, you know, been all right. Uh, anyway, and, 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 and then we had, Jan came in and, Barbara left and then Barbara came back and then Jan came back and left and went to the grocery store and Aunt Dolly and we were sitting here going, it was a really and then great. Barb's telling stories about things she wants to talk about but she doesn't give us the subject it's a secret and I'm thinking <laughs> why are you talking about it if we can't know what the subject is oh it was crazy <laughs> You mean you're a woman and you don't understand how women work? I'm impressed. 
That's that's why they love to say what show. Just anyway. So um, what? Okay. So does Fulford say anything else that might be of truth? <laughs> I won't yeah. say. Any. Nope. Yeah? I set it up. Okay. All right. So um, so what? What have you been up to? You always have mystical things that you've been doing. Anything that you want to share? Um. I'm still learning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Dolly's been my. It's, she's been my pri- private practitioner, so she's uh, she's mentoring me and guiding me on on this on the stuff that I have to do now. So when I know more, I'll let you know. I'll keep you informed, Captain. Well, I, I I'm kind of upset about this. I mean, you used to talk to me before you talked to Dolly. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and now I'll be informed when you people make a decision. I, I don't know. It just right. Well, you let the cat out of the bag. I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I always keep her guessing. <laughs> it, it's just, you, you can't talk to the posse, and I can, Nancy. Well, you, what do you mean I can't talk to the posse? I guess you could. Posse, do you talk to Nancy? <laughs> Days roaring. Not very often lately. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I've been too busy, like, painting my walls and stuff. Well, uh, I was uh, mentioning to Dolly. Uh, somebody posted it on... Because, you know, in the, in the past we worked on the, on the Animus Mind thing in Colorado... I was uh, mentioning to Dolly recently. Somebody put it on. Somebody put it on on Facebook, and another person sent me separately an email with a link to what re- recently happened in a in a river in Siberia. Uh, thir- uh, Twenty thousand gallons of diesel pour onto a Siberian river, and you can see the photos. Uh, it's horrible. I, I was dowsing if this is an action of the cabal, and I got no. It's just uh, equipment decay because the it they they have a mining plant where they process uh, palladium and other minerals, and this is way out in the boondocks in the middle of Siberia. So even though they have electricity, they have their own generators so that if there is a, a problem and their electricity gets cut off, they have this giant tank of diesel. So they can function, you know, nonstop until you know power gets recovered. It's you know standard operating procedure for the industry, and this thing is over thirty years old. So can you imagine thirty years of Siberian winters? The equipment suffers a lot, and it seems that this giant tank has had a support collapse on it. And it caused a spill, and it spilled 20,000 gallons, no, no, not gallons, tons of diesel onto the river. So the same way we did with the Ukraine, I was putting photos onto the devices to um, to help with that situation. So according to Dali's policy, it is working. It's, it's t- turning that reality around. But it's starting at the bottom of the river. 
and working its way up to the top. Yeah. The other people that also have the resonators, I sent them a photo of the locale where this is happening, and I asked them, you know, do me a favor and print this and put this under your device and just say, you know, thank you for transmuting this reality. Because this is the work of all of us. It's not that just the work of one or two people. It's it's about time all of us got together, you know, to fix things and to build the reality we want. Would you agree? We were talking about this today on the Strungite show that Dolly kept interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> because... Uh, well, we talked the message. The messaging from Shungite was, you know, again, it's it's always seems to be something that's trending. Um, it's amazing to me to see the the trending and messaging. And I came to the point where I said, you know, it's it's sort of like we got this world in in turmoil, and we've got all these Legos, and they're in the air, and as they fall back to Earth. It's up to us to decide what kind of a a thing is going to be made from these Legos. You know, what's the reality that's going to come out of this? And I was on with Derek, and so Derek said, well, let's just make the Legos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, that's, you, remi- you two uh, remind me a lot of each other because you always take it one step further, you know. Um yeah, we're in turmoil. It's it's up to us to decide what the reality is. You know, that's that's and and you know, she was Shanghai through Barbara Menezes was talking in terms of there is a new reality. Just like, you know, we've been talking about. There is a new reality. And the other one, the paradigm of the old one is just falling apart and doing weird things. <laughs> it does it. And um we're just in an amazing, an amazing time. I, I mean, I, I really, really appreciate where we're at. You know, we are, we're never going to, this world will never be the same. Oh, you thank know? God. I've been waiting to hear that for the longest time. No, oh, I'm with you, Walt. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, we started out, you and myself, in 2014, and we said, well, you said, you know, that um, Buckminster Fuller had said, you know, why try to change a reality that's working well? Just build a new one that's working better. And so, you know, that's what we set out to do. Now, were we were we being using our imaginations? Absolutely. You have to use your imagination to figure out what you might be able to do. But then for, I, I, it was at least six months, Walt would build a, a, a spiral that had different frequencies in it. You know, the first frequency was a pink rose because it's it's a symbol of protection. But everything else went at love, abundance, security, compassion, empathy. I mean, every, I don't even know how many, every week for six months we were putting another, well, it didn't, sometimes they would have a certain energy in there for a longer time. But, um, you know, we put in dozens and dozens of these energies and we just sort of said, Let's, right here in this space here that nobody's using, let's do this. And I mean, part of the, the system was a, a cube that's unbelievable. There was a, a, a computer that was based on crystals that, you know, I didn't even know had been built in my house. I'm going, oh, let me put this here and put this here and put this here. And unbeknownst <laughs> to me, I was being guided to essentially build a crystal computer. 
Um, you know, and all of this stuff, and we were using radionics boxes. I mean, we this was, you know, hey, we're here to entertain you. The, the show was called Reality Sci-Fi. So we would just do these things, and now, how many years later, uh, we're sitting here, and I can see that reality. We did it, Walt. Now all we got Yeah, do- and the thing is, it, no, no small task, because when you think about it, you you begin by studying, okay, so what makes up the old reality? The old reality is made up by the fact that everybody gets programmed and conditioned from the moment they're born because nobody is allowed to have free experience of anything. You're not. The moment you get thrown into kindergarten, you've already been told what to do. So nobody is allowed to explore their natural powers, all the knowledge they bring from the other life. No, everything... The moment you start understanding the language and speaking to your parents and speaking to everybody else, first thing they do is jump into your head and start mocking up with the works. I mean, how many times have I heard you repeat the, the words over and over again? The one reason why you had no problem remembering past lives is because nobody told you you couldn't. So you, you had a, a huge stroke of luck in your case, in your upbringing, that there was nobody there to program you, and not a, at least in not in that sense. And, and there you are proof positive of how what a child can achieve if you let them learn, truly learn, not not tell, tell them, you know, you should do this and do this and do this and do this and just program them to death. So it's not a small task, you know, because we're the first ones that are, we have to get out from under all that programming because otherwise you can't. <laughs> You can't see the other reality if you're inside the fish world of the old reality. And, and But the beauty of it, of the crumbling of the old reality, is that none of its rules work anymore. I'm not, it's not, I'm not the first one to say this. People are noticing as every day that passes. You try to apply the old rules, it, it is like they don't work. It's like having, it's like having a medicine that Decades ago, you would take it and it would cure your headache instantly. Now you take a gallon of it and it doesn't do anything and, and you wonder, what's going on? Why isn't this medicine working? Because you're not the same person anymore. Whoever you were 20 years ago, you're not that person anymore. First off, you change all your body cells every seven years, so you can never be more than seven years old. I don't care what year you were born in. So that's why the old rules of the old reality don't apply anymore. You're not the, the you're not your body is not the original body, and your consciousness has leapt so far away from whatever the old reality was. It doesn't work, and that's why I don't think people are terrified of what's going to happen with you know what are we going to do for a living and how we're going. You you will survive. You will have food on the table, you'll have clothing. It'll just be different. It doesn't have to be these dead end you know soul sucking life destroying jobs. Where people, you know, they're working in New York. It was insane watching these executive types working 50 plus hours a week, Monday, you know, Sunday to Sunday with no life. By the time they retired, their children were married and gone. It's like life went by them and they didn't have a life because it was just career, career, career. And that's, I'm sorry, I don't think man was created to live that kind of life. I don't care how they glaze it and gloss it up. Oh, yeah, you want to have a career because you want to have this money and you want to have the best car. That's just 
marketing. That's not what natural life is about. Well, the best, so. the best symbol talking is symbols. Okay. Was a Twitter drop where mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi and Schumann and a whole bunch of other people. Is that his name? Schumann? The head of the house there. Democrats. No, it's Schumer. 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 Schumer yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, they, there was a, a dozen or more of them. They have this, uh, Shawl around their neck, and I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know what that shawl, shawl meant. Okay, but it was some kind of a religious ceremonial thing. I mean, it's a real thing because whoever has that shawl, 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 it's, um, a shawl. it's an African thing. It's an African thing, right? And they were really upset that that Pelosi and and friends all had this on. But it looked like this amazing religious ceremony, and she says, now we're all going to get down on our knees, and we're going to stay here for nine minutes, which was not a really good idea, because when she went to get up, she couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) She needed help. She couldn't get up. (laughs) I saw a post on Facebook that somebody said that it was a Masonic ritual, the thing of getting on one knee. Well, some, some, somebody said they should have had knee knee protection if they were going to do that. <laughs> but it was it was so symbolic to me. It's like, whoa, you know, you people are just outrageous at this point. You know, well, hey, listen, let's 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 put it on that we're you know these kind of people. I mean, you know, it's like talk about play acting and and shape shifting. I mean, we're, we're in a pandemic. Don't stand next to anybody. Don't breathe on anybody. Oh, go into the crowd now. Yes, and I'm going to go in with you because she went down to the crowd. She wouldn't. She wouldn't start the house up again. Bring them back because of the virus. But she went down to the crowd. Yep. Yeah. You know. So it's like they don't even they don't even know what the story is that they want to present. They just say whatever they say. And I don't, I swear to God, I can't believe that people are really believing this. But you get these polls that I don't believe in anyway, but I don't, you know, oh, Trump is losing now. Now he's down to 30% and, and Biden is going to be the, you know, he's, I mean, it's like insane. I can't well, imagine. It's like the crowds, Nancy. They get a megaphone and one guy gets up there and, and he makes the crowd kneel down and they have to sit repeat things after this dude like a cult the crowds were doing that and I thought oh man we're going too far on this but yeah, but they won't let the Christians go back to church right or the Muslims or the you know the Jews I mean they won't let established religious people go out there and practice their religion but they let these people go into the streets and you know Kneel down and become cults in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! All you have to do is pay attention. Pay attention. It's all in front of you. So it it comes. Seeing it comes down to a choice. Do you want to see it, or are you choosing to turn around and ignore it? It's in front of you. You you can't have it. That's one of the things that always annoys me: the, the double standard. Yes, you can do this. Oh, no, you, know, you can't do that. Well, it's not convenient to you, is it? Yes, well, it's not convenient to, to me, therefore don't do it. Well, 
but it's more and more in our faces, yeah. which is a good thing. And I think that the deep state is having trouble functioning because, as we were talking, the rules are changing. <laughs> they can't keep up. Why can't the cows get scared like they used to, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so easy to scare them and hurt them and move sheep, them from this sheep. paddock to that paddock. <laughs> sheep. Yeah, the sheep. <laughs> the cows. <laughs> Get your animals right there, mister. <laughs> I love it. Well, as long as they're farm animals, I'm in, I'm still in the same game. <laughs> those those damn pigs, they don't listen to us anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, dear 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 we're so sacrilegious (laughs) (laughs) I don't care Uh, it is where where, where, I like I say I'm excited about it and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take credit for uh, changing the reality along with Walt Silva and all those crazy people that followed us you know because you know the fact of the matter is is that Walt has been able to demonstrate in many, many ways the power of energy, enterology, you know, manipulation of energy. Looks like magic. It's just manipulation of energy. And we were talking about that on Shanghai too, is the manifestation is so much faster. And, and the most difficult, the uh, proving to yourself the work of energy outside of you, it's child's play. In a, in a, in a day, you can understand it. The real challenge, the real task is doing that for yourself because the human animal is so accustomed to identity. How many times have I heard this over and over again uh, prevalent among people from my country uh, is that you show them what they're doing wrong and they'll they'll say something, well, but that's the way I am. I'm not going to change. That's the way. They're, they're so invested in an identity, and it has nothing to do with you because the soul, which is the, the part of you that passes beyond death, that has nothing to do with that. It, that's just, you don't you understand that you're attaching yourself to a temporary world? And if it were that you're attaching yourself to something nice and good and positive that's helping you and others, no, you're attaching yourself to crap that's making your life hell and the life of the people around you. And yet you're defending it. Well, because there's this little thing called mental laziness. It's, it's easier to defend it than to have to do anything about it. And it's and it's it's a struggle for a lot of people. It's an uphill battle to change the energy in themselves because uh, everybody has a, that perfect blind spot where you can't see your faults. Or I I have no or like that that great T-shirt I saw one time that says I never make a mistake. I thought I did once, but I was wrong. <laughs> so that's the only thing that stands between you and the new reality. Are you willing to let go of the old you that belongs in the old reality? You get rid of that old suit of clothes and you're ready to, you know, the, the universe, the limit. Cre- create what you want and create the, the, the reality that makes you happy, not that makes everybody, not that others want but the one you want well well let me <laughs> ask let me ask you something because um 
I suddenly decided, well, it was the first thing was the air conditioner that I put in. And it inspired me, seemingly, to um, just start painting the house and making changes and fixing things and doing all this 3D stuff that has got me absolutely... I'm kind of obsessed with it, you know. And um, Dolly says to me, well, Russell and I went through the same thing. Right, Dolly? Yeah, and yeah, and Annette and I too. And yeah. Annette, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you had have you had any making any changes to your environment? Well, it's not the one to ask, of course. But well, yeah, ever ever since not this winter, but ever since the previous winter, I replaced the garage door because the the house was built in '53. It had the original garage door that was sagging. Well, I don't want you to go back into time. I want you, I'm talking about right now that there seems to be some kind of a, I'm going to fix up the, the 3D here because I'm going to make changes. You know, there's something, the, 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 this concept of feeling of change is, is so palatable that, you know, well, you start every day making is changes. Different because I build stuff, so every day is Well, that's from- true. That's why I say you're not the one to ask because you're always, you're always building. I don't understand the concept of the, the only routine is that I don't go anywhere. That's the only thing I could call routine, but uh, every day is different. So, well, Annette and I have uh, talked about things, and then like the next day, it appears, it happens. Um, we we get a thought in our, our mind separately, and we go to talk to each other and. It's the same thing. We want the same thing, so we work toward it. And it happens within a couple of days. Uh, we've got new uh, pool and I furniture, and we got drapes up there now. Um, and I figured out how to put Velcro on them, and so that helps to hold them down rather than those crazy magnets. But here, everything manifestation happens almost. Before you say it, sometimes the thought can get in your mind and it happens. It, it's and and we're well, fixing everything up. I mean, like we painted face. the living room. We, we we're fixing things, changing things. Well, it Russell sounds like you're following Doctor Costa's recipe. <laughs> one of the things that he taught in one of his work in the fifteen step workshops is. Uh, when his son was a teenager, David, he, for, I don't know where he got it in his head, he wanted to um, work in an actuarial office. You know, when they do the you know, actuarial studies and, no, he wanted to work in a, in a patent office. I don't know where he got it in his head. That's, the, that's, he, that's what he wanted to explore. That's what he wanted to do. So his father taught him to manifest a job. And, he, he, told, he told his son, uh, Dr. Costa was renting an office in a, in a building in San Diego. So the building had these gardens uh, on the front of the building. So he said to his son, well, if you're going to be working in a patent office, you have to dress like you're working in a patent office because you have to play the role. So he had to get dressed you know, with shoes and pants and shirt and a tie and everything. And he goes, okay, so next you have to do the work but you have to do the work being aware that you're working in a patent office. So he sent them to the to the uh, front gardens in the building to pull out weeds. 
So for a whole day, he pulls weeds. Then the next day, a friend of uh, Dr. Costa comes over, and he recognizes David. He's sitting there. He's there in the the garden, bending over, pulling out weeds, and he's dressed in shoes and pants. And he's, what the heck's going on here? So he stops him, and he says, hi. He says, what's going on? He says, I'm working. I can't talk to you now. (laughs) And he says, no, hold on a second. What the hell are you doing? Why Why are you pulling weeds? He goes, I'm not pulling weeds. I'm working in a patent office. <laughs> so he says, what is going on? He says, your dad upstairs. Yeah, he's in the office. So he lets David go and he goes up in the office and he says, yeah. He says, Joe, I just saw your son downstairs. He says, your son says that he's, he's pulling weeds and he says he's working in a patent office. And he, he laughs and he says, yes, I'm just teaching David how to manifest a job, especially the one that he wants. And he goes, oh, so that's what it is. So he invites, this friend invites Joe and Dr. Costa out for, for lunch, and then they come back later. And he says, you don't mind if I talk to David? And he says, no, go ahead. And so when they come back from lunch, the man pulls over David, and they start to get into a conversation because it turns out the man owns a patent office, and he offered David a position. <laughs> <laughs> So this is one of the many things that he would teach people in his workshops, you know, how to manifest what you want. Like, you know, like the technique of, you know, putting it in a, a, writing it in a letter and putting it in an envelope. And then you put that under your mattress or under your pillow. And then you, you know, when you're sleeping, you're, you're working on manifesting that and it, and it comes to pass. Nobody's complained from that technique. So you guys are doing it. You're doing the the, the express route. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's do it five minutes later. You know, that's how fast. You know, that's how much the energies have increased since those years. And that, and that's how you that's how you change the reality. Is that whatever is in um, this also reminds me for those people that have studied. Um, uh, meditation techniques you know, d- different eastern schools of thought um, yes everyone understands you know meditation you sit down you close your eyes you put your back up straight and you breathe deep and blah 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 and you're supposed to go into this no mind space you know no thoughts no mind okay the traditional textbook image of what meditating meditating is supposed to be well many teachers tell you that's not the only way to meditate you can have a working meditation because you, you could be sweeping the floor and you could be chanting to God or you could be sending a prayer to God or you could be doing something that's menial and insignificant to you, but you see yourself doing something that you're planting flowers or you're making food. You have the power to transmute the energy of everything you do. Just because you're sweeping the floor doesn't mean you're sweeping the floor, as crazy as that sounds. You could be sweeping the floor and you could be writing a book. I mean, look at Nancy's books. There was a time they were not on paper. They were somewhere inside of her. So. Well, I used to write I used to write <laughs> stories when I was like, had a uh, paper route when I was like 11 years old. There you and have it. I get on the, I get on the bike and I, I just start making up stories in my head because we didn't. We hadn't had television. I think I was nine years old before we had television. But boy, mom had us reading every every week. She'd take us on a Saturday or every every two weeks to to the library, and we'd get books, you know. So um, yeah, but I would make up stories. 
Yeah, uh, so you weren't delivering paper. You were writing. I was writing. I was in a totally different world. Correct. And every once and in that, a while, that, something that, that, would... That is the definition of energy work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you can imagine it, it can happen. But if you can't imagine it, it can't happen. Period. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that they've done to everyone since the beginning of time or a very long time. They hijack your imagination as a kid so that you won't imagine. You, uh, We will feed you what reality we want. You're the lifestyle. You keep us happy. You keep us fed. But you sustain the reality that we want. So we will tell you what's right and what's wrong. Look at the, the millions of dollars and they're going to magazine to tell girls what the definition of beauty is. And all that you, those magazines tell you is what the definition of artificiality is. Because that's not, it's neither beautiful nor natural. And the things they do to their bodies to to try to reach those un- impossible goals, that's absolute craziness. Well, that's an entire gender is being hijacked with some belief system because the, the, as long as they believe that belief system, they're going to be feeding the system. So at some point, you have to wake up and see this. No, you, you're not that. That's not beauty. That's somebody selling you a bill of goods. And that's, that's the thing we, number one, we have to Resurrect our imagination. Don't be afraid to dream. Even if it's crazy dreams or nonsensical dreams, there are no nonsensical dreams because you're creating something that you didn't have an hour ago. You're making up some story or some dream or something that wasn't there before. That's that's how creation begins. It comes from the top down, not from the bottom up. Well, I kind of think of the etheric energy field, which is where the blueprints for 3D come from in my my science, um, that every time somebody has a new thought, brand new thought, new imagination, it actually pops up as a real thing in the etheric. But if it's just a crossing, you know, just passes through your head and you think, oh man, I'd like to go to the top of Mount Everest, right? Well, there you are on the top of Mount Everest. But if you never put any more energy into it to sort of give it the divine flame you're not going to go to the top of Mount Everest. Yeah, that's where emotion and feeling will come in. Because the, the, the mind gives it form. It gives form to what you're wanting. But if you want to manifest it, you have to pump it full of feeling. Feel that it's, it's there. Feel that you already have it. Feel the gratitude that it's already been done. Because that's, that's, the, that's the gas in the, in the gas tank of the car. That's what drives it. That's what makes it happen. If you just, like you said, if you just leave it in the in the in the head, in the domain of thoughts, it, it's like leaves in the wind. They're just floating. They're not making anything. But if you hold on to it and you invest the feeling into it, that then it just it cannot not pass because the the, the universe cannot deny that. It just rushes in to fill that that you've just created. You know, the, that old saying, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. Well, the universe abhors an un- unfulfilled desire, when if it's properly formulated, it'll just rush in and make it happen. What happens is that a lot of people <laughs> don't realize 
that they're so focused on what they don't want, they keep making more of it. <laughs> Stop. Make a list for your, you know, even if it's something as, as, pay attention to yourself during the day. How many times you say the words, I don't want, and whatever comes after that, I don't want to feel this taste. I don't want to smell this smell. I don't want to deal with that woman. I don't want to look at this magazine. Pay attention to all the things you list with the heading, I don't want. And pay attention to all the things that you list with the heading, I want. I want this dress. I want this car. I want this great meal. And you will notice that you'll have three or four wants to thousands and thousands of things you don't want. So people, most of the time, they spend the day manifesting what they don't want. That's where they're putting their energy. They think that by not wanting it, is it'll go away. No, you've been purposely taught wrong. Schools taught you wrong. So that, because that's how they, that's how the system feeds by making you focus on the things that are wrong, especially wrong for you. So you, that's another thing we have to reprogram. Focus on what you really want. Okay, you don't like that neighbor that's so, okay, fine. You don't want that noisy neighbor. What do you want? I would like a peaceful neighbor. Fine. Focus on that all day long. Say, thank you, God. Thank you, my guides. Thank you, my angel, for bringing me a peaceful neighbor. If you keep focusing on the noisy neighbor, he's going to get noisier every day that passes. See the difference? That's an energy play. You just did an energy play. Super simple. (laughs) Well, it is if the people know what they want. Exactly. You know, and, and, and to do that, to know what you really want is to require you to be in your authentic self. Because if you're that girl that, you know, is being told that you don't look like this, you don't dress like that, you don't, 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 you know, and you you follow that pattern, you don't know who you are. Exactly. You, know, you have to You have to work on who the heck am I? And that's some of the first things that they, they take away from us. They put all of this entertainment out to entertain our brain so our brain can't find out, well, who am I? You know, how many people do you see in a car that are sitting there driving by themselves without a phone on? You can't tell now because they just, the phones are in the car. The car is a phone. (laughs) I mean, they're never alone. They never want to be alone. They're terrified of being alone because they don't know who alone is. Imagine the horror, Nancy, that the next time they invent a toilet cell phone, nobody's leaving the bathroom ever again. <laughs> well, heck, they ride in the car all by themselves with their mask on. <laughs> That's exactly. driving Russell crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that here. Well, you know, there's a, and I should have played it today. Um, there's a woman out there and I will have the link the the website is healthyamerican.org and she talks about the dangers of the masks and what she did was she looked at OSHA requirements, she lives in California OSHA requirements regarding masks and OSHA is the federal standard for safety so she's looking at the California uh, regulations, which would mirror what's in the Fed's uh, regulation books. And it says that you cannot have a mask that 
drops the oxygen coming through the mask to lower than 19.5%. And that if you're going to use these masks for any extended time in your... your the, these OSHA things are mostly for employees. Um, you have to make sure that the masks that you have have a meter in them. Because as a person is using the mask, they've got dust coming in, they've got moisture building up. It's preventing less and less oxygen from getting through the mask. And at 19.5%, there's deprivation of oxygen to the point that you can be having brain, your brain is being affected. And if you, if you start to have the lack of oxygen with a buildup of carbon dioxide that happens, you're getting, your brain is being damaged. And your lungs are being damaged. And what, what happens to your lungs is that you ended up, you end up with something called pleurisy. And she does, it's a, it's an amazing sight because she goes through it and she says, if you go into a, a, a grocery store, you could have the customer around you who's questioning you about your mask, or you could have the person at the cash register doing, or you could have a manager doing it, or you could have your friends, you know. So she, she's got different versions of how to explain this to different people. And, I suggest that you go there, healthyamerican.org, and check out this information on masks, because this is not this is not something that I can tell you. Oh yeah, think your way out of it. No, this is a 3D situation that is extremely, extremely dangerous. The one of the one of the people that wrote to her was a mom. And she tells the story, it was kind of heartbreaking, about her 19-year-old daughter working five days a week, eight hours a day, in a grocery store with a mask on, who starts to develop the same symptoms that COVID-19 presents. And she was lucky in that the medical people that she was engaging with looked beyond that and said, no, my God, this woman's got pleurisy. And it's coming from the buildup of What's happening is your lungs are trying to breathe. And so they're struggling because there's not enough oxygen. And you've got carbon dioxide building up into your system. So as your lungs are trying to breathe, they're overworking and they're actually causing tears. This is the way I understand it. Little tears in the lungs because of this overexertion that then can cause a buildup of fluid in the in the lungs themselves, which I believe is what pleurisy comes down to. I might be wrong on my science, but um, that's well, the way. Pleurisy I, is the accumulation of fluid in the lungs. My yeah. father had that when he was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his case, it was due to uh, weakness because he was uh, severely malnourished. So they they gave him massive dosage of uh, vitamin complex, and that's how he he was able to get out of the hospital. That's how bad he was. He had to be hospitalized. Who did that? The producer. Didn't you know? <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way uh, Saturday was the whole show. <laughs> And yeah, and you notice the music that comes up is always like 1970s spy 
you know, like espionage <laughs> mu music or black exploitation films. <laughs> no, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> so where'd she go? She kicked herself. I don't out. know. No, I managed to mute myself and was talking, but didn't realize it because I had. <laughs> Good thing I don't panic anymore. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I used to try to be so professional, and now I've just given up on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I I admit that I'm a fan of Donald Trump. That I look at Fox News. That I hang out with Dolly Howard. You know, oh I, no! I, you tell <laughs> I'm still waiting for the update on Oak Island. There. It's the we season wait. is we over. Wait. Oh, it's over. Yeah, it got to be winter up there, and so you, you, during this, they, well, they're probably, I'm sure, they're back to work. You know, but that's what they do in the spring, summer. They start to do the filming, and then by fall, they have to stop, and that's when they show the shows. So, that's just the way it is. Who knows? They better come to a punchline soon, though. I'm more interested in what's happening at Skinwalker, Skinwalker Yeah, me Ranch. too. Sky, isn't it? Skin? Oh, yeah, it is Skinwalker. Yeah. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. Have you, see, did we tell you about that one, Walt? What? Have we told you about Skinwalker? Is it Skinwalker? No, I say? think it's something else, but I can't think was it. Oh, one what of is our, it? One of our people will tell us in a minute here. Yeah, they'll let 20 it seconds know. before they hear it. Um, <laughs> it's a new show, Skywalker. No. It's one of the two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I could Google it, but then I'd I'm probably get all... I, I can't seem to drive without doing that, so I better not. Anyway, it's a story about a ranch. And where where is it? Is it in Utah? I don't even know where the dang thing is. Nevada, someplace out there in the it's west. It's out west. Out west. Yeah. And it's a ranch that there's a Native American story. Skywalker. It is Skywalker. Skywalker okay, yeah. the Lucas Ranch. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Aquarius. They both got it in the same time. Uh, okay, so um, this guy, Trevor, who we really like, he's very handsome, and he's been on... Many of the uh, 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 ancient alien shows and stuff. He's he's highly highly educated scientist. He was NASA. He's been you know. I mean, he's just got a lot of credentials. But he's also even very, on Oak Island. Whoa. Yeah, he's even showed up on Oak Island. So now he was brought in with Scalela, Doctor Scalela, the guy that that is. Um, oh God, I got to get these people's names. I'm going to be talking about this. He's a a, a person that's put together a website that he's been doing for a very long time researching uh, extraterrestrial life because he's trying to figure out, well, when they show up and they say we're here, what should we do? Let's think about this before we have the situation. And he's he's really, he's, he's a very soft-spoken, but he's very, I just really like him. His energy is sweet. So they go, and then, so those two characters I know, and then you get some kind of local yokels that are real fun, too. Um, but what they're finding out at this ranch in this area is really, really weird. I mean, this is weirder than Oak Island. And, you couldn't uh, even think of it. 
No, it's 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 dang strange. Now, normally yeah. when you have any kind of these shows, they tease you with something, and by the end of it, you go, well, "What did what 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 what?" You know, nothing happened. Yeah. This yeah. show, it's like, "Oh my God!" Now what's that? Oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, they've had radiation poisoning. They have had. Uh, uh, skull, uh, detachment of the skin, the, the actual skull from the head, uh, nearly killing people. I'm a human. Uh, a, a cow that drops dead in the, in the, well, is, is dead in the pasture from pneumonia brought on from stress fear. caused by fear. And the rest of the herd is run away. And in the video that shows the, the cow down on the ground, all of a sudden, the cow tries to stand up, and then you pan up a little bit, and there's a UFO over it. They do um, mm. underground scanning, and they find out that there's some huge structure under the ground. And they go to dig, drill down, and they <laughs> they couldn't go any further. So they they're saying, we must have hit bedrock, or you may hit metal, <laughs> you know? Um, weird radio and energy signatures all over the place. Uh, it, it's and and a Native American story about a curse on the land because of something. I don't remember what it was, but there's a curse on the land on top of it. I mean, every show is like something else. And one of the last shows they had um, uh, Linda Moulton Howe on because of the the dead cow. And that was really interesting to see her work, because she so, was. So this is not a reality TV thing. It's reality TV, and unfortunately, um, his name is what's his name? Trevor, not Trevor. Yeah, Tre- Trevor Taylor. Trevor, it's- Trevor Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he. As the show went on, he st- he he was the one that got. Uh, actually a very dangerous dose of radiation okay they had some weird things happening in this one area of the farm and so he's out there and he's got all these meters and he's talking to the doctor and he's you know saying everything is normal it's all reading normal and he and the doctor says well that well thing over there that seemed to be a place that there was something that happened and so Trevor goes over to it and he takes some readings. He goes, no, they're all background. And then he goes to open up this thing. And the doctor's going, I I wouldn't do that. No, I don't think you should do that. But get back. And Trevor never even hesitated, opened up the thing. And then all of a sudden went, oh, you know. (laughs) And he had gotten a very, he he had radiation poisoning. Had to go to the hospital even because he got burned. Had some kind of an operation. Yeah. He says that. So later. the owners of this ranch is like a, the owners of this ranch is like a death cult. They are there because they want to die in a dramatic way. No, no, the the people. Well, Bigelow was the first guy that owned the ranch that made it sort of notable. Um, and Bigelow is like a big tech, you know, lots of money tech guy, and he owned the ranch, and they did a lot of investigation there while he owned it. But they Bigelow won't let them see the research that they did. And then for some reason he sells it, sends it to this other guy, um, uh, Lucas. Well, wait a minute. That's, isn't that against the laws of real estate? You have to do a complete disclosure before you sell a property off? 
Not yeah. when you have millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. He sells it to another rich guy, and this rich guy brings in this team of technically, you know, qualified people. Um, it that that one is is, I mean, they have seen lights in the sky. They've shot up rockets with meters on them because they found that they they could triangulate and find out that this abnormal electromagnetic energy was coming from someplace above them. So they send a rocket right up through this area, and it disappeared. Yeah. Well, the first one fell back. It, it suddenly stopped working and fell back. But the second one disappeared. And then all of a sudden, they see a UFO, just a, a, a light UFO type of thing. And then they see this beam of light that goes out, and it, 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 it must have gone for a mile. You know, like, what's that? And Linda Moulton Howell said to him, said to them, um, let me ask you, did you, have you ever seen any beams of light on the property? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I we did. Fainted. You know? <laughs> I yeah. fainted when she said that. And Linda Moulton Howell, for people that don't know, she's been in the business for decades. She was a science technical writer, uh, you know, mainstream type of thing, and got involved in cattle mutilations and animal mutilations and she asked some very very interesting questions did they or did they not see beams of light on the property? oh yes yes and then they did um, a a kind of a scan of you know the the, uh, geography in the area and they said look at this it looks like a parabolic dish and (laughs) That the that you know somebody's made a parabolic dish underneath there. They don't know what's under there. But, but um, Travis wants to find out. Travis wants to find out. And so so not, far, no answers. Just questions. Tons and tons of questions. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, but it, it's 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 kind of different because like right now, what happened the last week is they kind of did a wrap up. They went over a lot of the things that had happened. But um, Travis, who has worked in defense and a lot of government, you know, organizations, he told them that, oh, it's not even Dolly. You see, who's this? No, it's not. I was sitting here thinking that, too. It's not me. <laughs> oh, my hairdresser is not going to come and cut my hair tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, Skywalker Ranch. That one is it's it's it's. No, wait a minute. Now Aquarius is saying Skinwalker Ranch. Oh my God! What there? <laughs> no, somebody posts. No, uh, hold on. Who is that? Uh, <laughs> it's Aunt, Texas posted the site www.history.com shows the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker. Okay. So it's not yeah. Skywalker. Alright, Skywalker is, is Sky Star Wars. <laughs> this is Skinwalker. <laughs> Skinwalker. Weird place. I sure wouldn't go there. Mm-mm. Okay, so we're at the top of the end of the show, actually. Um... You guys want to say good night and thank you everybody out there for for being here. We so appreciate you and uh, and appreciate you having fun with us actually. And 
and helping us out, you know. What's the name of that? What's the dig? Yeah, really. What? You know. <laughs> uh, interactive radio. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for for the fun we have together, for the help you give us all, and for being here with us. And from Dolly World, bye-bye for tonight. Well, thank, thank you, Nancy, and mm-hmm. thank you, Dolly. Thank you for everyone who's stayed with us on the show tonight. Have a good night, everyone. Be safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.